Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I've never gone to confession before. I'm not very religious. I'm very spiritual, though. I am. What I lack in religion, I make up for in incredible amounts of spirituality. Anyway, I'm here just to see, you know, what this is like, mainly so I can joke about it uh, on my podcast, Cashing In. Um, I can't really think of many sins, uh, uh, really. I'm not, I don't know what to confess. I mean, well, my guests keep canceling on me. That's really mainly why I'm here. I kind of thought I might just tape this conversation just to let our listeners know what it's like to be in confession. Um, I guess I guess I do have one sin I have to admit to. Um, I have a guest often on my show, T.J. Miller, who is really funny. And often I act like other guests have canceled just so I can have him on the show. Um, I like having him on the show that much, despite the fact that he pretty much makes fun of uh, every time I mess up a word or a phrase. He pretty much just uh, kind of pounds away at me. But I figure – and this is one thing I want to discuss with you. I figure he'll burn in hell for that. Uh, so maybe we can discuss that. But for the most part, I love having him on the show, and it's it's probably good for my humility to have someone rip on me like he does. But I really love doing the show and really have nothing to confess sin-wise. Um, but, you know, I did feel bad about the guest thing. In any event, um, isn't this where you talk, or how does this work? How does this? I want to return to the pounding you. You said that he is always pounding you? Yeah. Is that a reference to the ultimate sin, a cardinal sin, of having sex with other men, homosexual relations? No, no, it doesn't have anything to do with that. Just since I, mis- I mispronounce words a it's lot. It's a cardinal sin because cardinals do it all the time. Okay, well, this isn't what I expected. Gosh, it's DJ. What? <laughs> What? Who the? What the? What, what fun? Where the? Shh, quiet. What the? Don't be loud. What, what are you doing? I what went into doing? the confession box, but I went into the wrong side. And then I was I started doing confession, but somebody else walked in. I, I've been in here for like eight hours. I'm hearing the greatest serious? stuff. Are you serious? I'm hearing the greatest stuff. I, listen, I had a Mountain Dew bottle. I've urinated in it. I haven't left the box. <laughs> you can hang and dangle outside the confession booth. Yeah, well, huh? listen, I've been hanging and dangling inside. You know what I mean? Oh, man, you, I've heard the craziest things. Do girls girl come came in, in too? Yeah. She, sticky she zipper? Said, she, she said she Do you was, have a sticky zipper? She was sticky zipping up other women. Ooh, that's yeah. I didn't Try and put that. that together. I thought women were primarily button flies. Yeah, well, or fooper glue. Oh, I love fooper glue. Listen, Cash, the other stuff happened. This guy came in. He said that he had an overeating problem and it was gluttony. Yeah. And I said... Well, what kind of food are you overeating? And he said, hot wings. And I said, that's not a sin. God made hot wings and God wants you to eat them. Now go get a bunch and bring them back to me. And he did. 
Are you serious? That's how I didn't leave for eight hours. He slipped me hot wings through the little holes in the confession I box did, screen. I, it, it did smell a bit tangy in here. It is. I had him get tangy, tangy BBQ. Tangy I had one. him get tangy Parmesan garlic. And I, I got. A, I had him get tangy jerk chicken. He brought me about 150 hot wings. And I had him get tangy tang flavor. That seems it's sort of a spicier tang. It's a tangy tang. Remember that old that that old drink? <laughs> you really are wired. Oh man, yeah, yeah. One person came in and said, "I'm doing cocaine. You know, I can't stop doing cocaine. I've been lying to my family about it to my wife." And I said, "Buddy, you got to give the cocaine to me. I know you have it on you now." And he said, "It is true. God is great. You can tell." And he passed me over the cocaine. Well, I went for it. <laughs> I brought a candle to try and you know light a prayer candle. I just been snorting coke off of it. It's very hard. It's, you know it spills off. The house of the Lord. You know, the candle is circular. It's a cylinder. <laughs> The house of the Lord just got a little bit more racy. Yeah, you better believe it. Now, wait, are, did you say that you're recording this? Yeah. Well, well you want to do you want to do the pod? No, absolutely not. Oh, just because you're you enjoying see it that, so much. That woman We're, with the hot bod that was behind you in the line. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. You her want, name's Trisha. She was here earlier, and I told her to tell me about her steamiest sexual desires. <laughs> and then once she was done, I said, "Come back in about twenty minutes." I feel like you're sort of. A, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I, under, I completely understand what you're saying. All right, saying. <laughs> it was dangling, but it wasn't hanging. All right, uh, it was occupied. And I ain't talking about Wall Street. Uh, how? But ninety nine percent of the ejaculate came out, and one percent retained the wealth. Does I, that make sense? I think I. I think you were completely elongated. Is that what you're saying? I was beyond elongated. <laughs> I was truncated. Ah, uh, wow. This is, uh, this is, your honey stick has been in play for eight hours, it sounds like. Uh, I mean, I, I know that it's a sin to whipple your donger. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wasn't happy with the word donger, but I was happy with the word whipple. I'm going to give it another crack. <laughs> I've been whippling my windmill. You feel that that worked better for you? I know. That, I'm going to give it phrase. one more crack. Third time's the charm, <laughs> okay. but this could also be strike yeah. three. Okay, okay. I know that it's a sin to be in a confession box. Yeah. Whippling your weeping willow. Mm, I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, as this dick's crying <laughs> and the tears are white. But uh, I, listen, I, now I'm serious. I know it's that a sneezing that's a sin, penis. But I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Well, I think God is, is a awesome. forgiving God. I hope so. I, there, I actually, if you look up, in, in the confession box, not on your side, but on my yeah. side, if you look up written on the top in red marker, it says, don't worry about it. The Pope can always move you hmm. mm-hmm. to a new church. Yeah. Did, now, where do you think the real uh, the real priest or, or where do you think he is? Why do you think he disappeared for eight hours? Oh, he tried to come in at one point, and I said, I'll give you a blowy around the corner and 300 bucks if you let me stay in here. And he said, make it 200 and you got a deal. I didn't know what the hell he meant. I mean, he uh, I he, just took, think, he took a cut on the money. Yeah, I think we just Why lost would it. a person do that? I think we just lost it. any chance of sponsorship right there. That By the, the Catholic mo- Church? That was the moment, yeah. Well, look, I, they weren't knocking on our door. Especially after whippling, the whippling, the weeping, yeah. well, that yeah. didn't help. Yeah, the quick of the weeping well, subway pulled out on there. They one. weren't yeah. exactly putting any <laughs> donations in our box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, buddy, listen. You know what? We Sperm usually donations. do when we start the show. Box is a metaphor for vagina. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, what we usually do when we start the show, and I don't think we should do it any different, is the uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Whisper, triple whisper. banger lightning round. 
really, I don't even, it's very loud. Question uno. Yeah, good question number one. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. The second part of that was right on tune. First part. I'm going to do it again. Okay. Just so I can do my triple bang. Second crack. Okay. I shot the sheriff. But I did not shoot the deputy. You sound like a lounge singer that's opening for the opening act of a lounge singer. Good defense in a court of law. I mean, you shoot the sheriff. He admits to shooting the sheriff. Like, I just don't think that's good testimony. You're absolutely right. I, I mean, I've he always should thought say, about that. I like, shot the deputy, Yeah, but I did not shoot the sheriff. Well, I think you just say I didn't shoot either of them. I mean, I, I, I don't understand... Yeah, but that's is this such a bad a, song. Is it supposed I to be? I didn't shoot the sheriff, and I didn't shoot the deputy. I didn't shoot the sheriff or the deputy. Yeah. But I stayed at home all day playing Halo. I was playing watching. Call of Duty. How about this? Playing Gears of War. Playing bioethics. I was at home watching Jeopardy. <laughs> bioethics. That's what you should have said. I was at home watching Jeopardy. Yeah, that's exactly right. All I'm saying is that doesn't seem like a great defense. I think you're right. Okay. All right. We're moving along. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question number two. Two, 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 two. two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say what? Wearing a tie around your head. Ah. Pro or con? I'm con. I'll go lampshade every time. I was going to try and make that an auxiliary. But do you think lampshade, I'm going to say this, lampshade on the head, ever not a good idea? At a party. This is obviously assuming at a party. You don't want to do it at work at 9 Mm a.m. Hey, boss, someone turn off all the lights. I'm kidding. It's me under here. (laughs) I haven't done any work. If I smell like gin, it's because I've been drinking rum. (laughs) I don't think lampshade on the head is a good uh, pre-party tactic. Right. Yeah, you know, but I, I think if you're at a party, a even – no, you're wrong. If you're saying pre-party, before you're going to the party, even that, I think it's fun. If you're with a group of friends, you're drinking before the party, throw the shade on the head. Mm-hmm. But if if you've got – you know, if you – How often have you done this? I've even, never seen you with a lampshade on your head. Like, well, I feel I've, like you're, I've never been at any social event of yours that I would consider a party. Yeah! <laughs> Fuck, why did I yell in the confession booth? What was I just thinking? <laughs> no, but I think if it's 8 o'clock, there's only five. I went to a birthday party recently where, you know, it was one of those smaller events mm-hmm. where at any given time there was maybe eight or ten people in the mm-hmm. bar. Okay. Get, get a lampshade. Bring your own. I, I, mm-hmm. I keep one in the back of my car because then you can go out. You can go, hey, listen, I got to go outside. I just had a really bright idea. And then you come back with the lampshade on your head. You're the life of the fucking Party. See, I think it's more convenient just to take the tie off, put it around your head. No, I think that looks stupid. Mm, I think it looks better than around your neck. I mean... (laughs) I'm speechless. What do you mean? You mean the way that everybody wears ties is dumber than putting it around their forehead? A tie is so dumb. It's the dumbest thing that a man wears. I mean, a tie. I, I what's dumber I, than a tie? A V-neck. A, a V-neck. Besides a turtleneck, what's dumber than a V-neck? I'm wear, you're, we're both wearing V-necks. We're right both now. wearing V-necks. You know why? Because we're both idiots. <laughs> Seriously, what's dumber than a tie that a, that a man wears? 
There's almost nothing. I think of V-neck. I'm serious. Because really? what are you doing? You say, hey, there's more sternum where this came from. <laughs> Look, I'm not a big fan of V-necks or turtlenecks. But, but you're wearing a V-neck. A, that's how they're making them. That's how, that's how they're making the shirts these days. <laughs> it's hard to... <laughs> just sounds know. like the weirdest grandfather excuse. Look, I, I got to wear these V-necks. <laughs> I, it's the only way they make shirts anymore. I've only been to one store. <laughs> but I use that as a sample like the Nielsen ratings to have a better understanding of American fabrics and clothing styles. Look, let's go back to the point. I'm going to keep it on point today. God damn it. Oh, well, shit. I think a tie looks oh, stupid. Yeah, don't that. say that in the confession that. booth. Oof, that was off... That was the only thing. The, the only, the only thing there. God is damning is every social event you throw and try and pass off as a party. Yeah, and then I yelled again. <laughs> now I, I, I want to get back to the point. Ties are better around our heads than around our necks. They're more comfortable. I disagree. Well, you have a lot of hair, but I, I mean, a tie makes a nice headband. Are, are you using the tie as sort of headwear? Huh? Yes, absolutely. It's totally non-functional. Uh, no, it's it's soft and silky against your skin. It really is. Your forehead, it's a nice forehead treat. It really is. You've won this now, round. Anytime you say forehead treat. It's a nice forehead I, treat. If you don't have a forehead beard, it can stand in the place of that. Sir, I concede. <laughs> no, but I come on. Lampshade on the head. Do it at 8, at 8 o'clock. Do it early in the party. Do it at the end of the party. It'll always work. All right. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question number three. Three, 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 three. three, three. Uh, are you excited or bummed out when you hear someone say, you can stay in our treehouse? Do they say it like that? Yeah, just like that. Mm. You know, you're a house guest and they're excited they, they're going to give you the treehouse. Oh, I see. You know, I'm going to dedicate this answer to Fred Willard. Okay. For no other reason than I enjoy his comedy and I think he's a consummate actor, performer, and gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the answer for me is, you know, no, not excited at all. About them relegating because if you've got a treehouse, you've got a guest room. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of people that live in studios or one bedrooms, and they're like, you know, out back there's a treehouse. I have to assume that this person is that's so excited about the treehouse that they're willing to go falsetto to tell you about it. That they're really excited. It's a really souped-up treehouse, and it's really awesome up there. But you know, so I'm going to go for it. I want to be in that treehouse. Would you ever be anxious in the treehouse, sleeping that it would fall down? No, no. I, I, I like being up in trees. In fact, I'll be honest with you. I think – no, listen. I think the minute you stop climbing trees – Who says that? I, listen, hey, I like being up in trees. I like being up in trees. I think the minute you stop That's climbing trees – That's the monkey in me. You've, I think you've gotten old when you stop climbing trees. When was the last time you climbed a tree? You know, I climbed a tree earlier on I think this afternoon. <laughs> you would have remembered that. Well – yeah, I don't know if it was before noon or afternoon. The seven branches count? That's what you're, you're like, yeah, 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 I don't know. True. I sort of did it earlier I, Well, today. I was going to say, I don't know if it's a tree you have to go all the way to the top? Does it count if it's a bonsai tree? Because I did <laughs> climb a bonsai tree, and by that I mean I stepped on one. <laughs> Guys, let's get it in the books. Do really tiny people climb bonsai trees? Just the smallest. That's kind of an offensive thing. Just you the know? tiniest tops. You just say, hey, be a horrible hey you go up to a little person, you go, hey, buddy, you want to climb a tree with me? I got bonsais with me. I got a bonsai in my trunk. Yeah, that's brutal. I'm It'd a bonsai really, fan. It'd be really mean to say that, but luckily we didn't. We just speculated on other people saying that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think when you stop climbing trees, what do you think about tree climbing a tree as a date? Like, you know, you take her on a date, you say, we're going to climb a tree. Do you think she'd be, do you think that'd be a good, you know, 
possible date thing? I don't think no. so. You don't I mean, think she'd like that? Here's why I, I imagine most girls, excuse me, is, maybe this is racist. I mean, how many grumpy people are climbing trees? Well, I, I just imagine there are a lot of girls that are going to say, like, I don't want to climb a tree. I think it's a good thing to bring up when there's a lull in the conversation. It's during the day. It's always a good thing to bring to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, I never, re- I never imagined this, and maybe this is racist to say, but I was talking to a young woman. I'm going to assume it is. Just yeah. have, I haven't heard it yet, but... Well, this is about as racist as it comes, and... Uh, you know, I, I was talking to this woman, and I said, I'm going to go out on a limb here and ask you if you want to climb a tree. <laughs> and, you know, she said no. She said no, no, thank you. And I said, hey, then why don't you make like the thing that I just asked you to climb with me and leave? And she didn't get any of that. I had to. I spent about yeah. five minutes explaining yeah. it and saying, you know. And then she said, "Well, trees don't leave; they have leaves." And I just said, you know, look, lady, I'll use a noun as a verb or an adjective as a preposition. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of this park. <laughs> you were in a park at the time, so you got her close to the tree. Well, I think you it's weren't more able of a to question close the you deal. Wanna, yeah. You weren't able to close the deal. It's it's more of a question that you want to ask when you're in a park. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people. It's weird to be. A lot like, of people consider closing the deal like having some kind of sexual experience with a girl. But for me, it's getting at least seven branches well, up but, to the top of the tree. And I think it's weirder, and it is interesting because now it's come out that you only consider climbing a tree seven or more branches. <laughs> you brought that up twice. The first time I thought it was arbitrary. The second time it feels clear. Yeah. You, if somebody comes back, they go, I got up four uh, branches when I was climbing this tree. Yeah. You go, you mean you got up four branches when you were slowly rubbing up against the bottom of the tree? Yeah. And I don't see that as, uh, maybe that's why I got in trouble. When I was a kid, there was a, a fellow down the street, uh, Donnie, who climbed a tree. Last uh, name, Brooke. He was about two years younger than me. He mm. climbed a tree and fell out, broke his arm. And I was there at the time. I did see it happen. I was on my bicycle on the bottom of the, uh, just kind of watching. Mm. And both families blamed me, uh, my family and his. And I'm like, I'm not Your the one family the also. Everyone blamed me. Everyone assumed. And they never let, the two families never <laughs> talked again. And neither family, uh, they were angry with me. Years later, I was blamed for Donnie's broken arm. Donnie, I, Donnie Brooks' arm. And now I'm thinking about Donnie it. Donnie Brooks' arm. And maybe I did, you know, encourage him to go more than seven branches. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I can't believe you didn't use the age-old defense. Just like I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy, which is he broke his arm masturbating <laughs> in that tree. It had nothing to do with the fall. Well, yeah. so you were kind of egging him on. Uh, I don't think I was actually. In fairness, I I, I, I defended myself at the time. I'm going to keep keep to that. I I, don't, I have no idea why everyone blamed me. I, I remember just watching him going, "Hey, dude, you're pretty high up there," and then he just fell. When I was in school, well, I think you did. You might have said it like this. Was I supposed to catch him? Maybe they were maybe they were upset I didn't catch I him. I think you might have said it like this. Hey, dude, you're pretty high up there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Because if you said it like that, then it would have been egging him on. Have you ever uh, had sex in a treehouse? Have you ever experienced that? No, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, my sort of uh, betrothed wife mm-hmm. of over six months mm-hmm. uh, just bought me a. Uh, I mean, you you know you haven't met her, but her, her name is Pibitha. Yeah, and uh, she just gave me a treehouse book, a book of all the greatest treehouses in the world. So I'm huh. getting more into treehouses. Yeah. 
That being said, no, I've never had sex in a treehouse. I have had sex in a bush. <laughs> End of story. Yeah, that's it. Period. Yeah, I've never had sex in a treehouse. I I sometimes fantasize about treehouses while I'm making love to beautiful women, but that's. Sort of a fetish, which I never thought I'd even reveal. But hey, it's a confessional. Let's move it along to where were you? <laughs> when you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? Okay, here's a good one. I was just uh, at my house this morning, and uh, my wife asked me a question. She said, uh, did you hear the baby crying last night? And I said, uh, what answer would make me seem like a good guy? Uh, probably not answering it with that question. <laughs> but I was thinking about it afterwards as I drove over to the confessional. That's probably an answer that works for any situation because really that's all we're doing is trying to seem like good people, aren't we? Yeah. Are we trying to be good people or are we just trying to seem like good people? I think it's got to be a, a healthy mix, mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. I do think I'm trying to be a good person when and we, then other times. When we can't be a good person, we at least want to seem like good people, right? Yeah, because like I'm being a good person when I wash out all the plastic and recycle it, mm-hmm. you know, even if there's right. old moldy food. Even if no one I'll is there to out. see it. Yeah. Right. But then other times, <clears throat> you know, I'll be standing next to a, a fussy toddler. And I want to push him over, and the only reason I don't is because I want to seem like a good person. When people aren't looking, um, I'm, I'm about equal. I think I'm worse when people are around because I'm very superstitious when people aren't looking. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, if I see some trash, I'm more, maybe even more likely to pick it up and put it away on the beach or something. So it's not looking because it's. I, I kind of goad myself on by superstition, mm-hmm. like something bad will happen to me. Uh, if I don't, do you, do you work that way? I don't have a lot of superstitions, really, and okay. I certainly don't goad myself very often, just because I don't know <laughs> what the hell it means. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't. You know, I think superstitions are kind of a waste of time. Most of them are traced back to uh, sort of reasons why they were made. Superstitions, mm-hmm. for instance, don't open an umbrella indoors is because umbrellas used to be a little rickety. They sort of they needed them and they were a very popular invention early on because, you know, they had nothing that would keep rain away like that. But the mechanisms would fly off or, you know, if you open it, it could open quickly and break. Right. Uh, don't break a mirror for seven – or you get bad luck for seven years when you break a mirror is because they used to tell servants that because mirrors were so expensive when they first sort of came to prominence that it would take a servant seven years to make the wages – to pay back for it for just one mirror. Okay. What about climb? What about walking under a ladder? Was that that something fell on someone? Yeah. I mean, it's just a t- you know, the ladders used to not be as sturdy or even as high, and so if you would walk under it, if you happen to knock it over, mm-hmm. it'd make a person fall over. What about eating salad? How did that start? How, salad is bad luck. How did that start? I'm I'm going to stop you there and say that everybody knows how that was the case. Just that they that taste was really back bad. in the time. Salads taste back bad. in the days. You you didn't really know sometimes if something was salad. Or if it was uh, poisonous weed leaves. Oh, okay. Okay. And so they'd say, just don't eat any salad, you know, because it might be poisonous weed leaves. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And making love to two women at the same time, why was that considered bad luck? You know, it, 
I think it's it's because if somebody walks in, if a girl walks in and you're making love to two women at the same time, mm-hmm. you're in double trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Russian roulette. How did that start? How was that bad luck? That isn't that good luck. Do you think that went south? Oh, that's good luck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought that went south. Yeah, haven't you point. seen Deer Hunter? Yeah. Okay. So it's good they luck. got away. It's yeah. good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Deer Hunter? We've discussed that in the past. Yeah. Have right. you seen it? It's kind of a prerequisite to, to see Deer Hunter. Um, my wife actually heard the baby crying. Yeah. And uh, it made me conclude that, that moms really are superior to dads. Moms love their children more than dads do. Let's be real. They have the, the physical component. They carry the baby. Uh, they're able to feed the baby with their bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, moms have the advantage. And that's why I think it's interesting. I think it's troublesome when someone doesn't get along with their mom more than their dad. Because oh, you've yeah, got to be closer to your mom. I think the more messed up people didn't get along with their moms than the people that didn't get along with their dads. What do you think? Well, in truth, I'd never really thought about this before. But I, it does definitely make sense. You know, there is... Uh, evidence at least that men who are sort of overachievers or successful tend to be very close with their mothers. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think, you know, the women that I know that get along well with their mothers certainly seem more well-adjusted than some of the women that don't get along with their mothers. But I don't know if that's a rule across the board, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, my, I, I'm sure my, there are a lot my, of exceptions. You know, my betrothed and I. Uh, what was her name again? Pipitha. Yeah, Pipitha. Busted. Just went, yeah. Disgusted. I, I was busted. By how your logic is rusted. <laughs> you wrote uh, it. You wrote it on your hand, so I think that uh, that helped. Did I? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> he just showed me his blank hands. So. You know, and they are completely blank. I mean, there's nothing. nothing on them. Not just, even any lines. They, in fact, they're black, yeah. black like a blackboard. No, no one could read your palms. palms. You, don't, you don't have any. You know, I had someone try and read my palms, and she said, uh, "It's a blank slate. Yeah, it's time to start over." <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, her she doesn't she doesn't get along with her mother as much as she'd want to. But they deal. They do sort of still get along, and I yeah, I know the people that I know that kind of don't talk to their mother or their parents. You know, it's a really tough thing. It's tough. It's tough, yeah. it's tough to fight. And the father traditionally has a more distant parent, but I think that's changing. You know, yeah, I no, really think that's changing. changing. Not in my house, but it's definitely changing in most places. No, yeah, you uh, tend to stay my, away my from job, your son. My job is to uh, protect my family. I take that very seriously. And so this was the second story I wanted to tell. We had our locks changed at our house. So the locksmith comes by and he changes the locks uh, on the front door and he's doing those things. And I see him and I'm walking by the bathroom and I saw he's, uh, our locksmith, who I just met that day, uh, drink. He took the scope bottle in the bathroom and I saw him drink from the scope bottle, put his lips around the scope bottle, which did I like to call it. Did he spit it out or did he drink it? He, he drank it. I think – I didn't stick around to see if he spit it out because for, for all intents and purposes, that scope bottle was no longer going to be used by me anyway. For all mm-hmm. I know, he spit the scope back into the scope bottle That's like, true. or he swallowed it or he put it in the – uh, sink, but either way, I saw him do that, and you may say, "Well, why? Why didn't you point out the uh, oxbow, uh, oxscope incident, which I like to call it, or the scope bow incident, or the scopes trial? I'm not sure what to call it. <laughs> but why didn't I point it out? Right? Well, I was thinking about it afterwards. Why didn't I point it out? Why didn't I say, "Hey, what, what are you doing? You want to seem like scope? a good person? No, 
I want to protect my family. He's a lot. He can. He's doing our locks, and these locksmiths have a lot more power than we realize. He could. He can make a key for himself and enter our house anytime from now on. We wouldn't know it, right? It's. The, I mean, it's basically true, yeah. these guys have carte blanche. The locksmith is the most powerful person we didn't realize. That's what I mean. They can do whatever they want. They can fucking drink out of your scope. Uh, he could have been using my toothbrush. I wouldn't have said anything. He could have been having sex with my wife, and I would have had to just stay quiet. He had he had a complete leverage over us. He has I don't the keys to our have, house. I don't think you would he have stayed quiet if he used okay, your toothbrush. I went too far. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could have used the toothbrush on my wife. All I'm saying is, he could have brushed my wife's teeth with scope. All I'm saying is, I had no leverage here. I had nothing. Would you have said something? He has the keys to our house, and he was—he's uh, he, in the Israeli army, and he took two bullets. He's to, he, he is, he's been is that shot true? twice. Yeah, he he's been took shot two twice. of them. Two of them. You know, you can get in trouble for that if yeah. you take staples yeah. or something after you get fired. You yeah. can't just take. These weren't bullets. like shots from a shot glass. These were. He took two bullets. And did he show you where he took them? No. I didn't ask How either. did you know that? I'm hoping it was somewhere in his face, and that's what the scope but was But did for. you ask, did you take any bullets? <laughs> no, he brought it up. He was uh, in the Israeli army, and he's been, he's been shot twice. Yeah, see, I, don't, I see, don't trust a guy who just brings that up. Well, these were How already— How much small talk had gone on before—did he get there? He's like, so you want the front door and the back door? Look, I was in the Israeli army. My- I was shot twice. <laughs> I took two bullets. <laughs> My accent is uh, suspect at best, and I was wondering if you have any breath mint. Look, I'm worried. Freshening gum. I'm worried he's listening. If not, right I'm now. going to make my way to your bathroom, and if you say anything, I'm going to brush your wife's teeth. Coming in the middle of the night, and if the baby is crying, I'm not going to check. But the next day, I'm just going to ask. What will make me seem like a good person who has taken two bullets? Uh, well, it, that's what happened. <laughs> All right. I can't top that. I can't top <laughs> that. I can't top your uh... – you're on fire today. I can't really. All I can do is just step out of the way and watch. I think you, you know. I think we are on fire today. No, I, and I think I think, I'm I, think I think it's brimstone and hellfire Listen, buddy, that we're on, buddy. It's the confession box. All I'm trying to do is help facilitate your greatness. That's uh, I like that. I have but a confession. I, yeah. Okay. I think this is a great podcast. Maybe should I come over to your side and then you come over to mine? You want to switch sides? Let's switch right now. Let's do it. Okay, now I'm on the confessional. Yeah, now I'm being confessed to. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Uh, Dad, I did it with a girl. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. Yeah. Because you have to say, forgive me, Father, you know? Yeah. Have you ever done a confession before? You know, I have, but it was with my father. Mm. And uh, <laughs> he kind of set it up in two cardboard boxes in the backyard. Oh, okay, okay. Didn't really... Now, can you can you slide two people into the booth? Is that legal? How does that? How many people can go into the confessional confess all at once? If it's a group activity, what if a group does something wrong? Is that legal? I mean, is that okay? Is the ultimate just one at a time? Is That's the total bullshit? Is the ultimate confession to say, "Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. I've been fornicating before I was married, and she's sitting on my lap right now." <laughs> forgive us, Father, for we have sinned. Uh, forgive us, Father, for we're sinning. We went eight branches and then forced someone to go ten, and they fell out. I mean, it was all our fault. Was that what happened? No, <laughs> it was a group activity. You've got all these things that you pretend are arbitrary, but they're too specific to be. 
Let's move along to the essential questions of human nature. These are just yeah. right. Essentially, yeah. this is essential questions of human nature. It's a lot more than that, but it's... Could you, could you be friends with someone that wouldn't let you eat in their car? Could you be friends with someone like that? Probably be friends with someone who would that even brought it up and said, you know, don't eat in my car. I mean, I am. Like, I'm I'm friends with my father. He won't let you eat in his car. He's really not into it. I mean, he, he sort of will, but he likes his cars clean, and yeah. So I don't really eat in his cars. I, we I don't eat a lot around my family when it's not a designated eating thing. Mm. But I mean, I could consider being friends with somebody. I, I, here's a question: What about smoking in the car? Well, I think it's fair game to, to not want people to smoke in See, your car unless the windows. That's open. really interesting. They say open Beca- the window because why? Because it's a health risk. No, it's because it doesn't. It does make the smell lingers more than other. More than a Taco food. Bell Cool Ranch Loco Taco Dorito Taco. <laughs> I don't think so. More than a Nacho Bro. Bell Grande. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's going to stink up your car with something that's equally bad for you, which is gr- ground grade D beef. Mm. And so I just, you're saying I, you should let people smoke? I think so. If they want to smoke and they're your friend, yeah, just say open the window. I okay. mean, nobody smokes in a car without a window open, I don't think. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, if someone Ain't wants it, to, Not in L.A., at least. Do, do they might believe, do that in Minnesota. The, the driver controls the music. Is that right? In your car? That's how I feel. The driver I, controls the music. I think it's a. I think it's a. I think it's a toss up. I think. You gotta I, I think it's it. an outrage when someone leans over and just changes your music while you're driving. Well, that's it's an a, outrage. That's a different thing than somebody saying, "Hey, can I change the channel?" I guess, and then if you say no, you should be. It's your car, your rules. What if they just lean over? Because once in a while, someone will be uncouth enough to just lean over and just change the music. That's he, happened to you, right? Here's, yeah, and here's what I do. What do you do? I light up a Dorito Loco Taco like a cigarette, <laughs> and I blow be, uh, refried beans in their face. <laughs> Call it blowing beans. It's when you light a taco like a cigarette and then blow the bean smoke in their face. Uh, in their rude face. Yeah. Well, I think it depends kind of on how – I think you sometimes let people get away with it if they're really super, super beautiful. And that's what's upsetting. Can blowing okay. beans be a catchphrase? I don't, we can't. You can't just create catchphrases. I think you're starting to come in onto my show and think I'm going to create a catchphrase today. They just happen. They just they sort of just uh, <coughs> manifest themselves. You're right. I'm sorry, Father. I've yeah. Seen. yeah, that is a sin to try to create a catchphrase out of nothingness. Uh, catchphrases are just something we stumble upon. It's one of life's gifts, really. It's like the seventh branch of a tree. You know, we didn't just have like a, a random birdbath conversation. We had hours of boring. I tried. I tried conver- to, I we tried had to. hours of boring conversations, and then eventually there was a name for it. I try That's and all. use. I try and use. Uh, I tried to use birdbath conversation in conversation uh, like this past week, and it did not go well. First of all, I said bird pool conversation. Yeah. And the person I was talking to said, what? And then I said, you know, this is a real, this is becoming a bird pool uh, conversation. And they go, what do you mean? And I go, I'm sorry, bird bath conversation. Right. This is becoming a real bird bath conversation. Right. And they said, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, it's from the podcast. And they were like, what podcast? Oh, God, yeah. Well, and then I was like, this has just become a shitty conversation. And she said, what do you mean bird pool, though? What was the bird pool about? <laughs> 
And I was like, listen, mom, we don't get along because you're fucking up my life. Because your husband won't let me eat in his car. Listen, it's true. Here's your the thing, husband, mother. Your husband, your husband, AKA car. my dad, AKA your wife. And I've lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I here's have. the thing. Um, I have the, the original cash phrases were meant to be phrases. You know, the, the original ones. Uh, you know, the phrase "taste it." Mm-hmm. Custom fit. Custom fit. Those. Yes, I did want those to catch. The shy, on. shy. Well, the shy show was something I did around. I think the first, the original two catchphrases, taste it and custom fit. Those were, but then, we, you know, later they just they, they just kind of come out of the. Uh, what would you say are your top five catchphrases? Mm, well, I think some of the later ones are, are pretty fun. You know, I love the full body release. And I think you came up with that. Oh, yeah. That's been something uh, I've been doing for years. Well, it's just, oh, to, serious. just to see you do it over the years with a lampshade on your head, no less. And to not have a name for it was quite frustrating. Yeah, I go, this lamp is leaking doing? from every hole. Why is, he, why is every orifice, uh, uh, ex, you know, why, why are things coming out of every no, orifice? Exuding. Yeah, exuding. exuding. Um, and, people, and people go, what is that called? And I'd say, I don't know. That's just TJ. That's just who he is sometimes at a party. For a while, but they called it TJ at a party. Yeah. You just yeah. TJ'd at a party. <laughs> Feet on the dashboard. What about that? Ooh, this is something is that, that my beef? betrothed Pipitha yeah. loves to do. Pipith? She has two club feet, and they're both left. Okay. <laughs> so you can imagine, on the dance floor, she just falls down. Yeah. It's just, as she's soon as she tilty. steps on the dance floor, she falls down, we have to carry some her back people, to the table. Yeah, some people call her Tilt-A-Whirl. But she... <laughs> She puts those club clubs. She does a little spin move that's called the tilt a whirl. She she puts those left clubs up on the dashboard all the time, and it is something that bothers me. You know, I mean, I've imagined how and when and 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 with what I would kill her, mm-hmm. but I don't ever bring it up. I think you really got to pick and choose the things that you contest or bring issue with when uh, regarding your partner. Mm-hmm. I think whoever your partner I is, agree. you should right before you complain or criticize or you, try and correct. Right, you only have you so many. Stop. Yeah, you should it's stop. Like and say, how much so many does chambers, this? Yeah. Right. How, how much does this really, really matter to me? Mm-hmm. And then you make the call. And I think feet on the dashboard is nothing near that. She sometimes wake me up by briskly clamping mm-hmm. her two left club feet mm-hmm. on my genitalia, <laughs> and then when I wake up screaming and go, ow. It goes like that because she'll put a cucumber in my mouth as I as I sit up violently. She'll put a whole cucumber in, uh, and sometimes she'll microwave the cucumber for like three to five minutes beforehand. Disgusting. Have you ever had a microwaved cucumber? No, I haven't. It's a bit of a yeah, rude that's awakening. Bring up. <laughs> you seen that film? Yeah. No, you didn't get the reference. I didn't. I'm sorry. You a cooked cucumber? I didn't. I didn't. Slang for a joint. Oh, I didn't. Cheech and Chong. Yeah, no, I didn't. Up in smoke. I don't remember that part. Yeah. Rude Awakening. Yes, I remember that phrase. You seen the film? <laughs> I was busy. Watching, Good morning, Vietnam. I was busy watching the Deer Hunter. I love that <laughs> film. So the feet on the dashboard, she does, and you're putting up with it because you you want to save your. Because there complaints. are worse things. Yeah, there are worse things. Worse she'll things. do this thing where the scope thing that she does. She'll do this That's thing. That's kind of grotesque. That's gross. She actually puts the scope in her ear. And then kind of tilts her head back, and it goes back into the bottle again. Yeah, and then puts yeah. it back. Yeah, that's called that's cleaning kind of out her ears. Yeah, she'll do another thing. If we're at a dinner party and she's sitting across from me, I'll sort of feel her kind of club left foot make yeah. its way up my calf to the inside of my thigh, 
Yeah. And then right when it's pressed against my whoopsie doodle, my yeah. weeping willow, right. ready to whipple. Yeah. I'll look down and it's the barrel of a gun. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then she, and then I'll look across and she'll be like, shh. <laughs> and then I have to go through the whole dinner party thinking she's about to blow my balls off. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of puts you in a pretty you're, sort of like having a locksmith at your house. Oh, yeah. Like you're kind of not in control. Now, now, I mean, it must be great playing footsie with a uh, with her, with her club feet cuz you know it's her. There's no you, you don't have to worry at a dinner party you're playing footsie with the right. wrong person. Yeah, cuz I not only has a club foot, but she has a gun in one of her feet. If you're playing footsie and it feels like a hand, it probably is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, buddy, let's move it along to another if segment. If you're playing footsie oh, and you you hear the cocking of a gun, yeah. you're eating dinner with Pibitha. <laughs> let's move along to a, a segment that's that's tentatively titled uh, Tweedalize. That's a working title. Until they think of a better name for it. This is Tweedalize. Some people like to call it, once more, <laughs> into the tweets, dear friends. Once more. <laughs> Thank you. Some people call it. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not trying to force this, but if dinner with Pibitha became mm-hmm. a catchphrase for somebody pointing a gun to your crotch under a table, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've you've really progressed with your tweets, and I just wanted to, to do a couple of them of yours. This is at not TJ Miller. When you want to slap uh, uh, deli meats mm-hmm. – this is part of a deli meat series of tweets that, uh, and I've been trying yeah. to do that on stage, and it yeah. will not work. Deli meats when you want to leave slime and a slap, but nary a mark. Yeah, that was number one. Second, uh, deli meats when you want to slap someone, but not that hard. Yeah, deli meats when you want to challenge someone to a duel over the honor of your hero sub sandwich. Deli meats if you haven't. Put a bunch on your face and made horrible gurgling noises and slowly zombie walked towards them. You haven't lived. Which that is part, true. Now, that was the real pinnacle for me. I didn't realize I was missing out. It was all building up to that. I mean, have you ever done that? Have you laid deli meats on your face and then someone comes around the corner and you go, ah, no, I've never. <laughs> walking towards I've like never a even zombie. put a lampshade on my head. That's how out of it I am. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I, sometimes I like to do a series of things, tweets that connect themselves. The yeah. best guy at that is at Nick Vatterot. He did a mm-hmm. whole thing where he was a juror for like two weeks or something. And mm-hmm. every day he was tweeting as the juror. Very funny stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I like to do series of things that end with a lesson. And I think in this case, the lesson it was, was I, a lot of people are leading empty lives because they haven't laid deli meats on their face and walked towards a person. Yeah, going, I, ah, I thought it, I, mean, I felt really ah. simplistic that I, I for me, I thought it was just about stopping climbing trees, you know, and you you've taken it. Forget about climbing trees. You know what? Maybe you could combine them. You know, you, you put some deli meats on your face. Make gurgling zombie noises and climb a tree over seven branches. I mean, that's, I guess that's really truthfully a great thing. But in the cash levy school of living life to the fullest, I would think that you would say, put a bunch of deli meats on your face, go ah, as you take a rope swing into Mm, the lake, which the deli meats will later become food for the fishies. That's true. The rope swing. So. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the rope swing. Is a rope swing better than bungee jumping? Have you ever been bungee jumping? 
Yes, I have. The rope swing's better. There's there's almost nothing better than the rope swing. Yeah. All right. I think bungee jumping. We've talked about it. Nobody's ever like, I wish I hadn't done the rope swing. We talked about. (laughs) Yeah, but there's plenty of people that would say, I'd rather. It's not not possible. Well, I I I really blew it yesterday. I did a rope swing (laughs) into a lake. No one's ever said that. And they have said it about bungee jumping. I think well, they've certainly funny. said it about putting meat on their face and acting like a zombie. Like, well, that wasn't totally appropriate. I don't think anybody at my has. Uh, wedding. If any of the twelve and a half are listening, and you feel like you've 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 put deli meat on your face, walked towards somebody like a zombie, going ah, and it was a mistake, then I want you to tweet us at not TJ Miller and at <laughs> Cash Levy. Guys, get involved. The show is real. It's a part of your life. If you're listening now, there's no reason today you shouldn't buy some honey-baked ham or some peppered turkey breast slices, throw them on the yercada, that's Spanish for face, and walk towards a loved one going, "Ah, ah." Cash, three days ago you tweeted, I'm trying to forgive myself for missing the initial five Fast and Furious movies, but I have no excuse. How will I understand six? Yeah, I really. It's Which like, is true and hilarious, but why haven't you seen any of the. The Fast and Furious yeah. movies? It just seems like a lot. Like if it was just fast or just furious, I feel like I could handle it. But but to have it be both, you know, it seems like a lot for one human being. It's fast and furious? Yeah, it's a I don't little know if much, I can handle right? That. Do they have seatbelts inside the theater? And Fast and Furious 2, that's twice as much. <laughs> it's twice. And then to have two, three, four, like as it escalated, you want to add a number to it. It's six times as fast and as furious as the first one. That's pretty scary for a guy like me. I'm just a regular guy. I don't even have the guts to uh, confront my locksmith for drinking out of my scope bottle. Yeah, you don't want to think go I to really a... could see a movie that's six times as fast and as furious as the original? No, no way, not me. Hey, bud, I'm just kind of took me a lot of courage to even come in here and confess like this. <laughs> that's another confession. <laughs> Uh, you did confess that the word salad should be considered an obscenity. Yeah. It's an insult to my taste buds. You said <laughs> three twenty six thirteen at 2.46 p.m. Had you had a salad right before that? Yeah, I was eating a salad at that time. So, you know, um, salads are – I was talking to Ryan about it. You know, sal- salads are – Salads shouldn't be sold. I, I don't think salads are horrible, uh, non-tasty entities. It's so ridiculous. It's it's really like you, I disagree. You never order a salad, and you're like, I, I'm so glad I didn't order the burger, the fries, the pizza, anything else on the menu. The salad is always the thing you don't want to order, but you do because you feel like it'd be a good thing. And I was talking to Ryan about it. Then you find out. If you look at the calorie chart, sometimes the salad is fattening. That's an, well, that's, an insult that's because, to evil. That's because that is of insult the dressing. To evil. And that I'll, is very upsetting. Insult to, to have evil. a fattening salad. You're like I'm trying to do some. I wasn't doing this for the taste. It's offensive to my taste buds. You said another. I, I just want to read this because it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, about 58 minutes ago, yeah. you said the best way to stop eating salads is to eat one salad. <laughs> Which, if you're not following Cash yeah. Levy at Cash Levy on Twitter, guys, if you're part of the 12 and a half and you're not following him, I don't know why. Because he tweets once every seven days, and they're always one out of three is hilarious. Um, but I, I, you know, I think you You're haven't, you haven't had salads? enough good salads. Yeah, what? I think good. That's an oxymoron. No, there are some good great salads. salads that are still good for you. And the way to do it is you friendly the vinaigrette Smith. tip. Huh? You have the walnut, spinach, and goat cheese salads. That's what you do. It's a balsamic vinaigrette. It's a even the Caesar is fattening unless you've got the anchovies. 
and the oil and all that what stuff. What you're saying is if you make a salad so unhealthy, it can be tasty. That's what you're saying. No, I'm not. No? I'm not. The things you just named. Let's are- move on. <laughs> and that's what ended the podcast, the salad argument. Walnuts are delish with goat cheese and spinnies. Okay, come on. Yeah, I, I've only eat, seen you eat salad in my we've, – we've known each other for quite a while now. And for all this talk about your salad eating – I haven't seen you. I'll eat go eat a salad sense. right now. You've seen me replace rice and other starches with salad. You know that. Don't try and pretend otherwise. <laughs> what about when you make your own salad? That's ridiculous. I'm not, how am I supposed to know what's what collection of foods together is going to taste but good? I'm, I'm not t- a cook. I'm going to tell you. I'm I not a master chef. I ate a chicken salad. What am I, an iron chef? On a salad. You make my salad. I'm not supposed to – basically you're making – I'm trying to make something that's maybe the least tastiest concoction in the history of humanity and I'm supposed to actually now put it together so it tastes good? All these different uh, ingredients? What am I – I can't do that. You haven't had squid cooked in its own ink. <laughs> Have you ever – That's grosser than salad. How about ordering a salad in the Midwest? That's good. You might as well they just, just bring you. It's all ribs. water. You yeah. might as well just order a glass of water. It's they, all water. They bring your ice, you could squeeze a salad and in the middle. shredded cheese. That's yeah. all it is. You, so you can squeeze it and with just... a pork ham hock on it. <laughs> I, I there are a lot of great salads. There's this salad at the place, the Churchill. This kale salad that's pretty crazy. You know, there I, I've had. I, I ate over the sink chicken salad on spinach. Delicious. Really? The whole thing. Sometimes I eat salad without dressing. Wrap your mind around that. I, I'd have to see that to believe I'll just it. eat dry spinach and tuna with mustard. Yeah. Do you guys feel the silence? <laughs> oh, the mustard's a dressing, Ryan? Oh, yeah? Really? Hey, I, I, this is my dressing. I'm in a tuxedo. It's what I'm dressing for. for oh, that must be a salad then. You really believe that salads can be tasty? You think that what, back, what, what you, you think that like three what, what I bring what, what do you what do you, I bring over uh, some ranch dressing and you're like that's a condiment. Now listen. I'm going to dip my pizza in that. Ryan, you're out of your fucking mind. Listen. 2 or 300 years ago when people weren't so worried about their figure and all this Mustard is a dressing? <laughs> it's a part of the dressing, yes. Let me just No, it isn't. Then is the tuna also dressing? No. The tuna isn't a dressing. Listen. There Forget are mustard dressings. Forget about that for a but second. But I'm talking about French's mustard, tuna fish, all sloshed up together on a bed of spinach, right. nothing else. We got to get back on top. Eat it with my fucking hands. Listen, two, three hundred years ago, people weren't worried about their uh, their their figure as much because there were no mirrors back then. And they were also dying in their 20s. They could only see themselves in the water, their reflection. If it was a ripply day, they felt like they were maybe doing pretty well weight-wise. If it was a really clear day, they thought they were getting fat. But they didn't even know. They didn't even know if they were fat or skinny back then. Nobody ate salads. I'll bet not one person in the cave, which is about two, three hundred years ago, people were living in caves. <laughs> not one person. There's no hieroglyphics of salads on the walls. There's people killing rhinos. There's people killing, you know, uh, buffaloes. There's there's pictures of this. There's no one eating a salad with chopsticks and mustard dressing. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to answer that, respond to you with another question, which is, in those times, people would often die in their 20s. 
Do you think if you had died in your late 20s, would you have lived a full life? If I didn't eat any salads during those 20 years, <laughs> I think my life experience would be better than having to endure salads for as long as I've lived. I mean, I'd say yes. you are I'd an- say yes. you're anti-salad. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what, yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. I just can't Salads are an insult. They are an atrocity that I think people have started to, to buy into, and I think it's time we stop. Let's stop fooling ourselves. Where do you land on wraps? Wraps are – we've talked about that. Wraps are a poor man's burrito <laughs> that you can't just create a new food 3,000 years true. later. Oh, we came up with a new food. So it's called you, a wrap. What no, you, what we had it before. It was called be a burrito. Healthy. How do you get vegetables and eat healthy? You know, fruits are tasty. They're convenient. You I, can grab one off a tree. I didn't even say you can just the grab word one. fruit the entire podcast. You said, you said what, what do you think do to eat healthy? You can to get fruits. vegetables, I said. Oh, vegetables. Uh, well, the ones that you can just grab and eat, like, a, I don't know, a carrot. I'd call that a vegetable, right? Yeah, I mean, I think so. <laughs> Oh, I have so much to teach my teach my children. I can just imagine you. I can imagine you in the grocery store, just eating a vegetable, looking at the stock. I'd be like, "This is a vegetable, right?" I'd call this a vegetable. Now, I like vegetables. You don't eat vegetables through leaves. That's all I'm saying. You don't eat it through leaves. Any kind of salad. You eat them through uh, uh, carrots. What else do we got? What other vegetables? Broccoli. Broccoli's okay. It's not that bad. Oh, I love broccoli. Broccoli's not bad. It's like eating a little tree. It makes you feel like a man. Sometimes you can climb it first. It's kind of a bonsai tree. Yeah, you climb, the you small, climb Broccoli up. is the smallest bonsai. Yeah, you, the tiny people, they can climb up seven branches of a broccoli tree and then eat it afterwards. On the, that's how they get down. They eat it. Yeah, unless they go down the hard way. They fall, and instead of breaking, instead of breaking their yeah, breaking their fall, their but, arm. But what other, what no, other, instead just, of breaking their arm, they what, just sprain their finger. Uh, what, what other vegetables are there? That's it. Cauliflower? Yeah, can't do that. That's not a real vegetable. Okay, so all you need, you need carrots. And broccoli. And broccoli. You don't need leaves and those types of things. What about peas? Um, Yeah, peas aren't aren't great. (laughs) Ryan, just give a face like, never. What what is... uh, uh, Never peas. Yeah. What what is the uh, edamame? What's that? Is that a vegetable? Oh, yeah, man. Hey, listen, I love edamame. A nice edamame salad. Edamame is great. Yeah, as long as it's not in a salad. We're going to finish up with the uh, maskers and just do one because we're in a hurry here. Maskers. Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. Maskers. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. Uh, I think the reason so many podcasters <laughs> sing as much as they do is because it's fun to hear your voice in your headphones. <laughs> do a lot of podcasters singing. sing? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't Chris know. Chris Hardwick from The Nerdist oh, sings I didn't know all that. the time. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do it. Have you heard any other podcasts? I, I've only heard one other podcast. And what is that? Uh, it's, it's called... Uh, um, it's called this. It's called the BS Report with Bill Simmons. It's a sports thing, and I, I really like it. He's very entertaining, but he never sings, so I don't know what you know to compare it to. And that's not an insult to any of their podcasts. I'm sure they're all uh, wonderful. I just haven't gotten in there yet. But I love the BS Report. Um, in any event, we got the maskers here. We have a live show we want to tell people about. It's at uh, uh, Nerd the Nerdist Nerd Melt. Yeah, the Nerd Sunset. Melt coming up. When is on it? Sunset. It's on the 25th of April. It's it 7 is going to get weird. We need the 12 and a half to be there. Yeah, if you're any of the 12 and a half and you want to come to the, uh, the live show, you can get tickets online. You just Google Nerd Melt Theater. 
And uh, yeah, you can come and see us live. It's our second live show in a year, and, and I've, I've been I've been really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. We love doing the podcast together, but and and we like performing live. So it's it's just two beautiful things. There'll be no salads there. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in Chicago on April 10th at the Laugh Factory. April 10th, the Laugh Factory, and then April 11th through the 13th, I'll be in Appleton, Wisconsin, at the Skyline Comedy Cafe. Please come out to both those dates. I'm not touring a lot recently, so get on out there and let's do it. Okay, so come to the live show. Go to TJ's show. Just travel around. See us in different places. I'm in Scottsdale uh, the 11th through the 13th. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that's my next thing. So um, Scottsdale is a place that you have fun, right? Yeah, Scottsdale's good. So uh, check me out there. Um, maskers. Um, uh Daniel Frana at Mr. D. Frana writes, who spends more than uh, – never trust a lawyer who spends more than 20 minutes showing you YouTube videos. <laughs> I like that one. I do like that one. He also writes, uh, never trust a lawyer who calls you squire or animal. <laughs> I like that. You're an animal. Yeah, I like calling people animal for those of you that haven't heard some of the earlier episodes. I like uh, calling you're an animal squire for those uh, of I would you that add, are just uh, tuning in now. I would add a mighty one. I don't uh, think he uh, uh, never trust a calls you mighty one. What about Dingleberry if he calls you that? Uh, yeah, that that would be kind of that that wouldn't make me feel good. Yeah, yeah, that would be the kind of lawyer that would would tell you in your murder defense to say just say you shot the sheriff but not the deputy. I think another be that one, kind of lawyer. Yeah, and you also don't want to trust a lawyer that calls you shit clump. Yeah, yeah, it's there aren't that many that still call their 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 clients that. But it used to happen a lot. You know, back in the caveman days, uh, back 200 years ago, two, there were a lot of shit ago. man clump references on the walls. But that no sounds, salads, but no like, pictures of salads. That sounds like the best jazz Vietas. <laughs> shit man clump. And the dingleberries. Uh, so every Wednesday at the Ramada Inn. <laughs> From 8 p.m. to whenever we close. It's shit clump. All right, Dingleberries, you ready to clump this shit? <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. I love you, buddy. Hey, Thanks thank for you coming for coming out. Thank you for uh, for now, being in the church. I'm so wanna, glad. How do you want to sneak out of here? Well, I don't know. I man. brought a extra, 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 extra large trench coat. Okay. A mustache that I think will fit you. Okay. And a lampshade. And I listen here. Yeah. A lampshade for you to wear on your head and. I've gotten tattoos of seven branches from my ankles up to my shoulders. So climb this tree. Okay. Let's put on this trench coat. Get the lampshade on your head. Okay. I'll throw on the mustache just because I like to wear one when I'm inside a trench coat. Get in my shoulders and let's get out. Okay, and I've got a squirt gun and I've put scope inside. I'm going to distract them by squirting scope all over the place. And you see a priest and he goes, what a tall man. Squirt scope in his mouth and say, I'm not talking to you about it. Never come in my house. <laughs> Never force entry into my house. <laughs> Deal? All right. Here we go. All right. One, two. Hit it, Dingleberries. This is shit clump. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Thank <laughs> you.